Welcome everyone to Devori Darkens Live. We are starting this uh, podcast today later in the day. Uh, usually we do it in the morning, of course, but we're going to do it at night today. And um, as always, a careful reminder here, this is being recorded so you can go back and replay this and rewatch this. Uh, we th- This is recorded. You can listen to it on Spotify, Google, or Amazon uh, podcast, Apple as well. And you can watch this on my YouTube channel, uh, which is Devori Darkens. We are live on TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. So depending on your platform, let me say this. The main platform that I am looking into the camera is on YouTube. So if you're on TikTok and you're wondering why I'm not looking at you, it's because I'm looking into the camera. And that camera is a direct feed to the YouTube channel. So I highly recommend that you go over to the YouTube channel and do what? Subscribe uh, and like the broadcast if you feel like you're getting value, especially if you're on Facebook or TikTok. Still, hit the like button. If you're on uh, TikTok, you know how to do that. Double tap the screen. Now, what is this podcast all about? It's about helping you get what you want in your life. And the only way that's really going to happen is what? Well, you're going to have to find your purpose or discover your purpose, really, and start living it. Number two, you need to reprogram your your subconscious mind in order order to do that. Uh, And and number three, you have to take the right actions. Uh, And that's what we talk about on this podcast podcast. So if you're wondering why should I keep watching, maybe you're a new viewer. Uh, let's just say the information that we cover in the this show uh, will change your life. If you really truly accept what we talk about here, it really can. It could change your life for the better. I mean, even if you just learned one thing from what I'm going to say today, how much will your life improve if you went and applied it? Just imagine that. So uh, again, uh, if you're just joining us, we are live on YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. This is sponsored by the Purpose Conscious University, uh, which is a platform for helping you live your purpose in life, reprogram your subconscious mind, get what you want out of life. Uh, we do have a free community, which we're having people join every day, uh, which I'm very grateful for, by the way. And we do go live in that community once a week. Uh, teaching you guys exactly how to do that. So if you're interested in that or you want to know how to get access to that, it's very simple. Uh, If you're on Facebook or TikTok, you could definitely go to the link in the bio and you'll see the words, uh, join the Purpose Conscious University. And uh, you could just hit the link there. And if you're on YouTube, you can definitely um, hit the link in the description box. (laughs) uh sorry guys my 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 wife kind of uh startled me there (laughs) no 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 you're good you're good so um anyhow what are we talking about today or tonight right it is the nighttime over here in california we are talking about the secret to reprogramming your subconscious mind I have found through a lot of the content that I've been putting out there, the majority of episodes I've done throughout this podcast, uh, and a lot of the feedback that I've gotten from people, this is absolutely the number one topic that everyone seems to uh, want to hear more about and want want to understand. And that's for good reason, um, because that is 
where the answer is located. So if the answer to living your purpose is in the subconscious mind, uh, if the answer to changing your habits and getting rid of your limiting beliefs and upgrading your self-image is in your subconscious mind, if the secret to truly manifesting what you want in life is in your subconscious mind, your behavior is controlled by your subconscious mind, so it makes sense that is the main topic, right? That is where the solution and the problem is located, and so I want to definitely dedicate more time to diving into that more often, and that's what we're going to do today. So as I go through this, if you do have a particular question as it relates to the subconscious mind, definitely drop it below. Uh, also, for the people who are on TikTok, if you are dropping comments in the uh, chat there and they're not in alignment with why we are here, you will get muted immediately uh, and removed. So that's just a heads up. Now, where do we start as it pertains to understanding the secret to the to reprogramming your subconscious mind? Well, let's break down the title really quick. Why are we calling it the secret? Well, because most people don't understand and they don't know. That's why it's a secret. Not that it's some hidden secret. Not that it's been, um, you know, carefully guarded from people. It's literally a secret because we don't learn this in uh, school. We don't really learn it in church. And we definitely don't learn it at home. So it is a secret because we walk around throughout our lives, never really getting a clear understanding of what it takes to actually make a change in the subconscious line, uh, subconscious mind, let alone what the subconscious mind actually is. Now, I did a uh, episode which was on uh, that was on uh, Monday, Halloween, um, talking about the attributes of the subconscious mind, talking more about the um, what it's all about, what does it mean, how does it work. But today, I'm more talking about. What is that main thing that you're going to need to do if you want to reprogram your subconscious mind? And get this, guys, it's only one thing. It's not 10 different things. It literally is only one thing. If you were to really study what it takes to change an idea, a habit, a belief, uh, manifest what you want, it's always going to come down to really one thing. And that's what we're going to get into today. So... Here's a question for people who are watching. What's the one thing that you would love to change about yourself in the next six months? If there could just be one thing, what would that one thing be? Would it be more confidence? Would it be more money? Would it be a bigger business? Uh, would it be better health, uh, better relationships with your children, uh, better career or job? Just choose one thing. I want you to choose one thing. And by the way, I want to make sure that the thing that you choose, that you choose to answer that question with, is something that you can actually picture in your mind. If you can't take the time out right now and actually picture that in your mind, Go to something that you want that you can picture. That's going to be very important as we go through this show today. 
because not only am I going to share what this secret is, but we're actually going to walk through the steps to executing it properly. And that first step to doing that is you must have a clear mental picture. So let me recap what I just said in case I lost you. I'm asking you a question right now for your benefit to get the most out of today's show. What is the one thing that you would love to change or manifest or achieve in the next six months? Just one thing about you. Is it more confidence, better health, uh, better relationships, more money, a better career? What is that thing exactly? Now, after coming up with that answer, verify it using your imagination can you actually see it in your mind? Can you recall it right now? Can you truly see that happening? If you cannot see it happening in your mind right now, move to the next thing that you say that you want and see if you can picture that. If you can't, keep going until you can finally picture something. It is very important that you have a clear mental picture. So just choose one thing and make sure that you can actually see yourself experiencing that one thing. All right. Now, having said that, now that you have that answer, let's go through this. I already talked about one of the biggest mistakes, or if not reasons, why people do not know or understand about the subconscious mind. And why it really is a secret is because nobody's teaches, teaching us this when we're kids. And so what we're doing really uh, is learning almost an entire new language. We are changing the fundamental way that we think. And during the process of doing that, it is so essential that you don't make this particular mistake. Um, and I find this to happen to pretty much everybody who gets into personal development or wanting to be more successful or manifestation is they do not understand that it's a process that you're going to have to exercise patience with yourself, that everybody is coming from a different place. Everybody's on a particular journey, spending time comparing yourself to other people and where they are in their journey is a losing game. Also, comparing yourself to who you've been in the past is a losing game. Anything that has happened up to this point is irrelevant when it comes to reprogramming your subconscious mind. The only thing that truly matters is you getting very clear on what it is that you want. That is number one priority. If you're not clear on what you want, then the other steps aren't really going to matter. If you're not clear on what you want, you'll find yourself, start comparing yourself. You're going to start asking, why is this not working? Why is this taking so long? It's because you're not following the instructions. You're not doing the fundamental thing that is required to make a change in someone's subconscious mind. You must have clarity. If you do not have clarity, you will have confusion. And if you have confusion, that is the message you are sending to your subconscious mind. So we first want to understand the mistake of um, becoming impatient. See, when you become impatient, that means you're no longer operating emotionally from a place of faith. You're now operating from a place of fear. Well, if that's what you're operating from, then that's not the message. You're not sending what you want to your subconscious mind. You're sending what you don't want. 
And so what happens? You keep thinking about it and you literally cancel out what you're trying to accomplish. So it's very important that you do not make the mistake of looking at your watch and saying, how long is this going to take? When is this going to happen? How is this going to happen? Those are the wrong questions. The only question is, are you clear on what it is that you want? And are you executing the three steps that I'm going to go over in this show today? That's the first thing you need to bring your attention to is do not get into the habit of trying to force this to happen. That's the point. Do not get into the habit of second guessing this process. If this process did not work, then there would not be uh, millions of books on the topic, um, countless stories throughout history of people who are alive today and people who are gone talking about this same topic today. If this was not possible, the military would not be able to accomplish what it's able to accomplish. So yes, you can do this. It is possible. But you have to understand that if you're just starting out, it's going to be a process. It's going to take some time. There are people who pick up this idea, accept it in its entirety, and they make a change. Others, you just need a little bit more time. You need to keep uh, working the, fu the fundamentals here. Okay, you need to keep putting in the work. All right. So let's let's go to this second thing. Um, not only did we not understand the subconscious mind, because when we're children, nobody tells us this, but we also make the mistake of thinking that everything that is happening in your life is because of what's happening on the outside. Like it's because of somebody else. It's because of something else. You know, it's because of something from the past. And to truly, and, and this is now, now this is my opinion, to truly be successful in this on a consistent basis and to grow in this practice of reprogramming your subconscious mind so you can get what you want out of life, you're going to have to practice the habit of forgiveness and letting things go. You cannot get what you want out of life if you're not making space for that. When you have negative habits and beliefs inside your subconscious mind, you know what they're doing? They're taking up space from what? From the good that you want in your life. From those desires, those dreams, those relationships, the habit, uh, the culture, the environment that you want to create, the reality you want to experience. You have to make space for that. To make space for that, you need to make a change in your subconscious mind. Did you know that really what we're talking about is not really changing? It's really replacing. That's really what you're doing. All you're really doing is taking energy that's inside your subconscious mind and converting it to this other energy. So you're taking it from a negative to a positive. That's all energy is. Energy is forever moving into form. It's moving in. It's moving out. It's becoming this. It's becoming that. That's all you're really doing. So understand something that um, it is a process. Um, there is no secret hack per se. Um, there is fundamental principles that if you 
really accept them and practice them and master them, you will be successful in this and you will only get better. But if you try to approach what we're talking about today from a logical strategy point of view, then you're missing the essence and the meaning of what we're trying to do here. Your success is always going to be based on your understanding of the laws of the universe, your understanding of the way that your mind works, your understanding of how your thoughts, your consciousness can literally have an impact on your reality. When a person lacks understanding around all of that, they go into making the mistakes I'm saying. They compare themselves, they blame what's happening with people on the outside, with other things. They live in what people say today, they live in the 3D world. They think in the 3D world, they run and operate everything that they do in the 3D world, and they forget that they're spiritual beings. Or they they basically either don't believe it or they don't know either. And so we have to understand that, yes, this, when it comes to how long will it take, that's not the right question. When it comes to, is this possible for me? That's not the right question either. When it comes to, is there a perfect strategy? That's not the right question. The real question is, do you understand what the law is? Do you understand what the principles behind getting what you want out of life are? What are they? Do you have a clear understanding of that? And are you living by those principles? We're going to get into them today. There's, Like I said, there's only one main thing you truly need to do to reprogram your subconscious mind. And it's truly based on following three simple principles. And we're going to get into that. Now, before I get to those three principles, let's first do some reading. So you guys know I'm. this is not just my opinion. I am just sharing the message, right? In fact, I love this idea of accepting the fact that we want God's perfection to ex- be expressed through and to us, meaning everything that we're doing in this life. We should truly come from a place of, I want God to work through me. I want him to take me and use me to better this world, to better my life, to better my, my, my partner's life, to better my family's life, uh, to, to solve problems for other people in the world, to go out there and truly maximize my potential. That's how we really want to think about this entire process. It's for the benefit of not just yourself but really for the benefit of all. When you show up in your life better, everything's better. People around you uh, benefit from that. And that means if you're giving more of you in a positive way, then what are you going to receive? What are you going to receive, right? So let's read this. Now, I'm on my iPad today because I do not have the physical book. Um... I'm reading from the book called The Feeling is the Secret from Neville Goddard. The Feeling is the Secret from Neville Goddard. It's a very short book, by the way. Um, And I've read this book on quite a few occasions. Now, my favorite book from him would be The Power of Awareness. However, 
this is more of a a very um one idea type of book it's really just based on what is the main secret to getting what you want out of life so let me read this uh and where where we're going to start is first understanding because i was just saying we want to understand the mind right we know that to get what we want out of our lives it starts in the mind it doesn't start with what's happening in your environment what's happening with the government what's happening with the economy what's happening with your family or the world it starts in your mind that's the source of it all so let's understand the mind from neville goddard's perspective here he writes there are two aspects of your mind there is the male and the female your conscious mind is the male the subconscious mind is the female your conscious mind generates ideas and will impress those ideas on the subconscious mind the whole purpose is to imp is to uh, impregnate the subconscious mind of course the subconscious mind receives ideas and gives form and expression to them now understand this and this is what i kind of went over on monday this is why i brought it up that if you need more information about the um i would say the attributes of the subconscious mind i would go watch and listen to that uh, podcast which was on monday it's called the subconscious mind explain now understand this um the subconscious mind does not originate ideas but accepts ideas as true those which the conscious mind feels to be true and in a way known only to itself objectifies the accepted ideas therefore through this power to imagine your power to imagine and feel the idea of what you're entertaining this is where uh, and he writes the word man this is where people have the control over what they create in their life now i i would say it this way this is where we start to allow god to work through and to us control of the subconscious is accomplished through the controlling of your ideas and feelings your ideas and feelings now think about this most people are not in control of what they're thinking about they're thinking about negative ideas on a consistent basis every day there's a negative idea dominating their mind and their life that idea is also doing what dominating the way that they feel now i told you guys about my story um, that in my 20s that describes the way my life used to be it used to be where I'd wake up every day and it was normal for me to feel bad. That's because I was not in control of what I was thinking about. Ideas, the thoughts that you think, are impressed on the subconscious through what? Through the medium of feeling. Through the medium of feeling. No idea can be impressed on the subconscious until it is felt but once it is felt be it good bad or indifferent it must be expressed what does that mean to be expressed that means i have a thought in my mind i internalize that thought into my subconscious mind by getting into the feeling of it 
Because that energy is now a feeling, it must be expressed through my body, which means my behavior and the energy that I send out. That's what that means. Good, bad, or indifferent. Feeling is the one and only medium through which ideas are conveyed to the subconscious mind. Therefore, the person who does not control their feelings may easily impress the subconscious mind with undesirable states. By controlling your feelings is not meant to restrain or suppress your feelings, but rather discipline yourself on how to imagine and entertain only the feelings that, uh, that contributes to your happiness. Controlling of your feelings is all important to a, a fulfilling and happy life. Never entertain undesirable feelings, nor think uh, sympathetically about wrong in any shape or form. <clears throat> now, this is another example of stop allowing what's happening in the world to dictate your happiness. You're not here to solve all of the world's problems. Why are we really here on this earth? Why are we... Uh, in this human body. Why? Well, it's what I've been saying is, I, in, now this is my opinion. It's my opinion that we're here to truly do what God wants us to do, which is to grow, to expand, to leave things better off than we found them, to advance. That's really why we're here as a collective. We're not really here as a collective to destruct things. You know, we're here to actually expand and that's why he works through and to us. And we see this in all walks of life. When we see people doing amazing things, things that are inspiring, when we see success, when we see kindness, when, when we see people operating from a place of unconditional love, that is all for the advancement of us as a whole. So do not dwell on the imperfection of yourself the imperfection of others, or the imperfection of the world. To do so is to impress your subconscious mind with these limitations. Uh, and that's a whole nother show, by the way. That, that sentence alone is another show. Because one of the things about communication, one of the things about relationships, one of the things about um, parenting is being very intelligent with the way that you see the other person on a consistent basis in your mind. Now, what you do not want done unto you, do not feel that it is done unto you or another. And basically what he's saying is that if, if you do not want um, to live a negative life, then don't feel so negatively about everything. That's really what he's saying. And I'm going to make one more point, and then we're going to get into these three principles here. The dominant of two feelings is the one that will be expressed. Um, what he's saying here is that every feeling makes a subconscious impression unless it is counteracted by a more powerful feeling of an opposite nature it must be expressed. So, for example, a lot of you guys, you'll comment or say things like, well, you know, when I say this affirmation or, where I, or if I think this thing, I really don't get emotional about it. Yeah, the point is that you have to change the words that you're using. So, for example, he says, uh, the dominant of two feelings is the one that is expressed. I am healthy is a stronger feeling than I will be healthy, right? To feel I will be is to confess that you are not. I am is stronger than I am not. 
What you feel you are always dominates what you feel you will like to be. Therefore, to be realized, uh, whatever it is you're looking to achieve, uh, it must be felt as a state. Uh, uh, you, you must feel it, you know. If you don't feel it, then it's not possible. I'm a little paraphrasing there what he's writing here. All right, one more, one more point and then we'll move on here. The subconscious mind never fails to express that which has been impressed upon it. The moment it receives an impression, it begins to work out the ways of its expression. Now, this is why uh, one of the techniques or one of the habits that we use to coach our clients here is the habit of before you go to sleep is to see the next day uh, playing out successfully. Uh, before you go to sleep to see tomorrow ending successfully. Um, that is an example of you impressing a positive idea that makes you feel good so that your subconscious mind accepts it. You're already about to fall asleep, which means you're in a very relaxed state. And then it happens. And it's a very small way to practice this technique. What you're really doing is practicing the habit of exercising your imagination. Um, so you could start very small on this. All right. The moment it receives an impression, it begins to work out the ways of its expression. It accepts the feeling impressed upon it. Your feeling as a fact existing within itself and immediately sets about to produce in the outer or objective world the exact likeness of that feeling. The subconscious mind never alters the accepted beliefs of a person. It outpictures them to the last detail, whether or not they are beneficial. So to make it very clear for you guys, the conscious mind or the male aspect truly is the head and dominates the subconscious or the female mind. Now, this is not to say in the world of your relationships, this may be the way, but as it comes to the workings of your mind, that is the way that it works. Because the subconscious mind is the womb of creation. It receives the idea unto itself through the feelings of the individual. It never changes the idea that is received, but always gives it form. Meaning it, it, it's expressed through your behavior. It's expressed through the energy that you send out. And so that obviously has an impact on what you end up receiving or attracting into your life. That's exactly what he's saying. To feel a state of of hopelessness or impossibility is to impress the subconscious mind with the idea of failure. So that's his example of what we're talking about. Your desire or desires are not subconsciously accepted until you assume the feeling of their reality. For only through feeling is an idea subconsciously accepted and only through this subconscious acceptance is it ever expressed. Now, this is why I have some videos on my TikTok page talking about my experience in the military, because this is exactly what the military will do, is they will get you in a high stress environment. When you are highly stressed out, that means you're in an emotional state. Remember, what, what did I read? Uh, this was about a couple of pages, pages ago. Uh, let's see here. I read that actually this is way in the beginning 
Here it is. No idea can be impressed on the subconscious until it is felt. But once felt, be it good, bad, or indifferent, it must be expressed. So what ideas were the military programming uh, in the minds of the, of the uh, soldiers? All types of ideas, right? Ideas of how to walk, ideas on how to operate as a soldier, ideas on how to use your weapon, ideas on how to think as a soldier, ideas on how to be mentally strong, you know? Um, this is why the normal practice in the military when you're on active duty, especially if you're in a training environment, is you wake up super early in the morning. We're talking probably 0500 and you get out of your bed and you're immediately going outside and you're exercising. And you're not just exercising for fun. They're exercising you to a point where you become a little emotional about it. Because every time you're exercising, you're, you're speaking things out loud. So for an example, when we're exercising as a team, the person in charge will say things like, um, they will be the person who's in charge of counting uh, the reps. So let's say we wake up at 0500, we go out, we're all standing in a formation, we, we all get into the push-up position, and the person starts it off by saying, um, you know, they're going to count, you know, one, two, three, meaning they're going to say one, that means you're going to drop to the ground. Two means you're going to push back up. Three, you're going to drop to the ground again. And then you don't, you don't say for us, the people doing the push-up, say one. So for example, they would say it like this, one, two, three, and then everybody else says one, one, two, three, two, one, two, three, three. Now it goes to another level. Or instead of saying the numbers, they start telling us to say words. One, two, three. We never quit. One, two, three. We always fight. One, two, three. We never leave uh, a comrade behind. Like there's always some type of affirmation that is being said. Now that's just if you're physically doing uh, calisthenics is really what it is. Um, but they take this when you're running. Whenever you're running in the military as a unit, you're running to a cadence. A cadence is really to make sure that when you're running, you're reciting uh, particular affirmations at a, uh, at a particular steps per minute so they know that we're moving at a particular p pace for a certain amount of distance. Okay, that's really all it really is. So the point being and why I'm bringing this example up, the military is doing this with perfection. They've got this whole concept weaved throughout everything that they do. All communication has this whole thing where I say one thing and you say something back as an affirmation. It's kind of like a DJ, right? When, when the DJ says, when I say A, you're going to say B, right? And then everybody gets hyped up. That's exactly the way the military works. And so that's why... When you are in a training environment in the military, you can't help but become more motivated. You become more focused. You become more of a soldier. You become, you almost become a robot and you, you fall right in line. Um, so that's a primary example. Another example is in athletics, in sports. Why do you think there's practice? Why do you think there's practice? Why do you think there are uh, mantras in uh, sports? Why do you think there is a theme song when it comes to sports? 
Why do you think there's usually a quote or a motto for the uh, school or the college or the sport that you're a sport team that you're playing for? It's all for you to assume the identity and the feeling of what those words represent. That's why they do that. And if you played sports, then I'm sure it was the same thing. They made you guys count stuff out. They made you guys scream out loud uh, affirmations. They're just not called that in these uh, industries, right? The military does not call them affirmations. It's really all disguised under cadence and um, uh, drill and ceremony. That's really what it's under. And um, in sports, I, I don't think they call it anything except practice, right? <laughs> you know, or, um, you know, hyping everybody up for the game. Um, but this is why it happens that way. We, you, they want us to get into the feeling of being ready for the football game, get into the feeling of being the best at your position. And how do they do that? They get you into the feeling and they get you to do it over and over and over again. You see, you'll always know where a team is at with their success. You just have to look at their, like what they're doing on the field, look at their results. You'll know if they're emotionally involved you you'll know if they're in the feeling of what they're trying to achieve when a team is not in the feeling of what they're trying to achieve they will not be successful they will be out of it they'll be going through the motions they'll be making mistakes they won't go the extra mile right they they won't uh dive for the ball right they will slack off on defense because they're not emotionally involved and this is why it's very important that if you are in sports and you're a person that happens to be involved in coaching, that you want to get your players emotionally involved. You want to get them into the feeling of what they're trying to achieve and then make them practice. When they're practicing with that emotion, they're programming. They're literally programming themselves to be that way when they step out in the actual game. And that's exactly the way the military works. The way that we practice, the way that we train is the exact way that we're going to fight. That's why it's so emotional. That's why when they do practice missions and they train in the military, it's all high stress because they want you, they want it to be second nature. And, and if you're a parent and you're talking to your kid, you need to get your kid emotionally involved. You want to get them excited. You want them to fall in love with whatever it is that they want, and they'll do whatever you want them to do. That means you'll get what you want. And we had this conversation already. Um, this was, uh, what episode would this be? Um, how to effectively communicate with others. This was uh, on Tuesday, November 1st. Uh, so you can go back and listen to that uh, episode uh, and get information about that in more, more in depth. Um, I want to say there was one more episode I talked about that, but yeah, that, that would be a good place to uh, start. Um, but the bottom line is emotion, the feeling that's exactly what Neville Goddard is saying. The subconscious mind accepts as true that which you feel as true. And because creation is the result of your subconscious mind impressions, you by your feelings determine your reality. You are already that which you want to be, and your refusal to believe this is the only reason you do not see it yourself. 
I'm going to have to read that again. I sent this to a couple of people today. You are already that which you want to be. Why? Because we're all spiritual beings. We're already perfect. We're made in God's image. We're already amazing. We're already successful. But your refusal to believe what I just said is the reason you don't see it. So to seek on the outside for that which you do not which you do not feel you are is to seek in vain for we never find that which we want. Meaning when you're trying to look for the solution and the answer on the outside, you're never going to find it. The answer and the solution is always internally. That's where it always starts. It always starts in the mind. In short, you express and have only that which you are conscious of being or possessing. So, as we wrap this up here, uh, reading this, um, and again, guys, I don't have this on my YouTube channel yet, but the book I'm reading from is Feeling is the Secret by Neville Goddard. Uh, and the last point here is mastery of self-control of your thoughts and feelings is your highest achievement in life. Mastery of self-control of your thoughts and feelings is your highest achievement in life. Think about this. Mental freedom is the highest achievement because if you have mental freedom, everything else is going to fall into place. All these other desires, these goals, these things you want to achieve, they're all going to have a likelihood of success because it always starts with the mental aspect of this. However, uh, until perfect self-control is attained, um, you can start to use the technique of sleep and prayer to aid you in realizing your desired states. All right. So that's just a little reading from Neville Goddard. Feeling is a secret. And but if not, if if it's not going to be everybody, majority of the books you can read from him, from anybody else who's in some type of uh I would say more of the lines of spirituality and manifestation or mental science or metaphysics, they're all going to tell you feeling is the secret. That is what it is. If you're not in the feeling of it, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. I've given you guys quite a few examples. The military does this constantly. In sports, you do this constantly. Repetition and emotion is involved, right? Because you're trying to reprogram your habits. You want it to be a second nature. Now, here's a third one, which I do not really believe is constructive. I think it's, I think it's, um, well, I'll let you, I'll let you guys decide what you think it is. I'll put it to you like that. But what do you think politicians do right before an election is going to happen? They break out all of the advertising, all of the marketing. They start with the debates and the interviews appearing everywhere. And they sound like a broken record. They keep repeating statements that trigger you emotionally. Right? Oh, our country is going back. It's falling apart. That's an emotional statement. Oh, our country is lost. Emotional statement. Right? Your rights are being taken uh, away from you. Emotional statement gets you triggered. Doesn't matter whether you believe it's true or false. What matters is you're getting into the feeling of what they're saying. 
which causes you to do what? Act on it. By what? Voting and also expressing their ideas. Again, that doesn't mean what they're saying is, uh, you know, just straight up false or uh, evil or anything like that. I'm just telling you, before we even get into whether you believe what they say is true or false, let's understand what's act, uh, what's actually happening. What's happening is there's always going to be people when they're in front of a microphone that can just say one sentence and it triggers the world. There's always people who have an ability to do that. Whether what they're saying is true or false doesn't matter. What matters is understanding the way your subconscious mind works, understanding that what you put out in the world is based on the way that you feel. And that when you turn on the TV, turn on the news, go on social media, hang around uh, friends or family members, that you make sure that you're being intelligent with who you're allowing to control your emotional state. Because that's what's going to be expressed through your behavior and then what you set yourself up to receive in your life. You really have to start to understand this. It's the feeling, guys. It's the feeling. Now, one more example, because I love really <laughs> making sure I'm thorough on this, okay? And that when you leave today's show, you're like, you know what? It is that simple. I absolutely can do it. Um, and Devori has made it very simple for me. Here's the last example, then we get into the principles. The last example is music. Music, by far, I think is the number one way that it happens. Because music can make you change in an instant. Because music, by default, is emotional. The uh, music tones or the music notes are vibration. It's energy. And it vibrates on a particular frequency that triggers your vibration, that makes you feel a certain way. That's exactly the way that it happens. So this is why when you listen to a particular piece of music, it can make you feel very sad. Like how many of you guys have been in a period of your life where the music you kept listening to kept making you feel depressed, but you're just all in, right? You're just all in. It makes you revisit all the bad memories it makes you get into the, your past. It makes you dwell in your pain. Why? One, it's emotional. And two, the lyrics. Now, I'm not here to condemn any artist or musician. I'm just telling you what's happening. You make of it whatever you want to make of it. Now, I remember when I was in the military, when I was in basic training, the only music that they ever allowed us to listen to and we didn't get to choose we didn't get to press play it was the drill sergeants that were doing this they were playing metallica now if anybody on this uh, broadcast right now who knows metallica you already know where i'm going now i absolutely ha happen to admire <laughs> the musical genius of metallica i just don't mind the lyrics but I do mind their genius on how they made these songs so long ago. I mean, this is like a long time ago, like almost before I was alive. So anyways, um, they're absolutely amazing as far as the genius goes. There's no question about that. However, however, 
we're going to we're going through the the training and basic training we're doing it and i remember it so vividly um they played enter sandman when we had to practice uh crawling on the ground with bullets over our head that is an exercise you have to prove that you can crawl uh, on the ground under barbed wire and have bullets flying over your head without breaking down mentally and while they were doing this they were playing enter the sandman i'll never forget that why this the song is very emotional it gets all the soldiers riled up and so it's a it's an experience it's a feeling you just can't shake you'll always remember it um anyways so getting back to the music thing um this is why your favorite song can come on and boom, your entire energy changes. Your vibration changes. Your whole body language has went from whatever it was to like, oh, I'm dancing now. I'm moving. It happens like in a millisecond. It's crazy how quickly it can happen. Not all music is going to have that impact on you, but you know what I mean. You always have that song that when it comes on, you are ready to dance. That is the your emotions wanting to express itself through your behavior the behavior is dancing moving right that's what it is so anyways uh, that's just another prime example so let's get into uh three principles all right and i have these written down because i want to make sure that when i say these i say them accurately and I don't skip or miss anything. Number one, you need to develop a clear mental picture. Remember I asked you at the beginning of this show, what is the one thing that you wanted to change in the next six months? And do you have a clear mental picture of that? Well, let's go back to that. Do you have an absolute clear picture of what it looks like to achieve the one thing that you want to achieve in the, ne in the next six months? It doesn't matter what it is, how weird it might be, how small you might think it is, how big you might think it is. The question is, do you have an image? The image is so important that if you don't have the image, this is your number one priority. Don't even go to the next step. Keep practicing using your higher mental faculty called imagination to see yourself experiencing the thing that you want. <clears throat> so, for example, uh, I believe some of the answers that you guys put down there is you want it to be uh, more confident. Um, I believe some of the, because uh, I only saw a few of them, because I wasn't really reading them, um, to make my yearly salary my monthly income. Um, let's see here. Who else had some answers? Uh, better shape. Um, okay, so let's use let's use being in shape. Let's use that. Can you actually picture yourself being in shape? That's really the question here. Can you picture that? Can you see yourself being in shape? 
Can you see yourself at the weight that you want to be in? If, if it's a weight thing or if it's just an internal medical thing, whatever it is. Can you actually picture that? I've been doing this for long enough to know that this is not going to work if you do not have a clear mental picture. You must have a clear mental picture. It has to be clear. And sometimes what you're going to have to do, which I think is the recommended thing to do, is to sit down and get absolutely relaxed. This goes back to music. You may have to throw on some music, some binaural beats or something that truly relaxes you. And then go to answer the question of, okay, let me picture what this actually looks like. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you guys everything you need to be successful in this. So let me just make sure you got this. Let's say, for example, the one thing that you truly want to do is to take your entire family, your kids and, and um, your spouse to, uh, let's say, Cabo. Cabo San Lucas, right down in Mexico. Let's say that's what you want to do. That, that's your thing. You have never been able to take the entire family on a vacation and absolutely have some fun and relax um, and that's one thing you really want in the next six months. Okay, well, let's go through this in our minds. Can you picture sitting on the beach with your spouse on beach towels with a umbrella and a lunch and snacks on the side with your children's uh, backpacks and your guys's backpack and your children are playing in the ocean? Can you hear the ocean? Can you feel the heat of the sun? Can you feel the sand on your feet? This is what we say when we say a clear mental picture that is vivid, that absolutely triggers some of your physical senses. What you see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. Can you trigger those senses when you see this clear mental picture in your mind? That's exactly what you want to do. If you have a picture in your mind and you can't trigger those senses, you're not there yet. You need to keep working that image. You want it, you want it to be very clear for you. What does it feel like? Uh, what, is it, uh, what does it look like? Uh, what do you hear? Um, these are all ways to make sure that the image that you're seeing in your mind is clear. And you could take it one step further. We're going we're gonna to go all the way on this, guys. What you, could, what you can do while you're going through this in your mind is you can say it out loud. We're sitting on the beach. I'm holding my wife's hand. We're laughing. We're joking. Uh, the kids are running around. They're playing around. My daughter, she's building a sand castle. Uh, my son just got smashed by the wave. Uh, you know, I got my beer on the side of me <laughs> for the beer drinkers. <laughs> it's ice cold. <laughs> you know, whatever. My wife has shades on. You know, it's hot, but it feels really good. There's a nice little breeze. I hear the seagulls chirping in the background, right? Like that's a very vivid and clear mental picture in your mind. That's number one. That's the first thing you have to do. Number two, and this is where we got into why the majority of the show was me talking about this. You need to have strong emotions. You need to get into the feeling of it. Number two is getting into the feeling of it. You need to um, induce 
or uh, create uh, these strong emotions of this clear mental picture. Now get this, guys. If you're doing it correct, you should automatically start to feel it. That's how you know you're not doing it correctly. If you do, if you do not feel the emotion of what you're seeing on your mind, you, you, the picture is not clear enough, or the picture is not really what you want. Okay. Now I find that hard to believe. I believe it is what you want, but that's kind of a how do you troubleshoot this process? It's all on how you feel. If you don't feel good about what you're seeing in your mind, uh, that ain't it. Okay. So you want to make sure that you have strong emotions. Now let's dive one more step into how do you do that? You can do that by saying to yourself, thank you. Thank you that we were able to take this trip. Thank you, God, that um, I, w- I had the finances to pay for all this. Um, thank you that we're having fun and spending quality time. Um, go to the using words like, I love this. Uh, you can see yourself telling your spouse and your children that you love them and they're saying it back. That gets you emotional. What you can also do physically is smile on purpose while you go through this in your mind to actually change your facial expressions and smile. You'd be surprised that when a person actually smiles, how it can change the way that they feel. So that's something that you can do to truly get into the feeling. If you got a clear mental picture that triggers the physical senses, see, hear, smell, taste, and touch, and you can describe it out loud in clear, simple words, you should already be in the feeling of it. To take it a step further, when we when we talk about getting into the feeling of it, you can say things in addition to already describing what you see. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love this. I love this. I love this. I'm very grateful about this. Thank you so much. And going through that in your mind. That was number two. Uh, now, number three, and this is where um, I would say what I was talking about in earlier in the show is so important. Do not make the mistake of looking at your watch and trying to figure out when this is going to happen. You have to understand something. And this is, a, I think this is one of the powerful statements I could ever communicate to you. Things never happen when you think they should happen. Things happen when they sh- when they should happen, meaning the universe knows when it's best. God knows what he's doing. He knows when things should happen. You don't know that. That your job is not to figure out, okay, uh, when should it be 12 o'clock? When, when, uh, when should this show up in my life? When should this person decide to finally come into my life and be of service? You know, when that's not you, you can't do that. So, Get out of the mindset of like, oh, when is this going to happen? And understand that number three is that you need to exercise repetition daily with this. I'm not sitting here saying how many times a day you should do this. I'm saying that at a minimum, you should be doing this daily, whether that's once a day, twice a day, um, you know, three times a day. There is no right or wrong. It's just being consistent and going through these three steps. Number one, clear mental picture. Relax yourself. See it. Smell it. Taste it. Touch it. Call it out. Describe it. Then go into saying, thank you. I'm grateful. I love this. And and describing those emotions to yourself, getting into the feeling, and then repeating this technique 
on a daily basis. I told you guys about the story of the military. They do this on a daily basis. I told you about athletics and sports, professional sports. They do this on a daily basis. Okay? That's what they do. I talked about politicians. They do this on a daily. You can do it. You absolutely can do it. You just got to keep it very simple for yourself. You really do. You got to get away from trying to make it so complicated, trying to buy all the books, trying to use all of the tools, trying to find all these secret strategies. Get away from all that and just keep it super simple. Now, how long should you do this in your mind on a, on a daily basis? That's up to you. I don't think there's a magic number. I think your belief should be that when I see something in my mind and I get into the feeling of it, my subconscious mind accepts it instantly. That should be your belief. That should be your expectation. That when I see something that I clearly want, I get into the feeling of it and my subconscious mind accepts it immediately. So let's recap these three steps one more time. Number one, a clear mental picture. The prerequisite to developing a clear mental picture, I would say, is to physically relax yourself. Don't try to do this in a tense, uptight uh, uh, state. Um, now, while you're doing this and seeing this clear mental picture, call it out. What does it smell like? What, is it, what are you hearing? What does it look like? How does it feel? Um, and then you can get into step two, which is develop the strong emotions around this clear mental picture. Do that by saying the words, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you I was able to do this. Thank you this has happened for us. Thank you that my children will forever love this memory. Um, I, I love this. Right? Smile about it. And then number three is repeat it. Every day. And get this, guys. Whether people, celebrities... Influencers, inventors, thought leaders, uh, pioneers in the world, whether they can sit here and articulate this to their audience is really irrelevant. What's relevant is this is exactly what they do. Individuals that you see out here achieving massive, massive success, they don't get there with a confused mind. They get there with a clear mind. They are very clear on what it is that they want. They are emotionally driven by it. They're involved. They're obsessed. And that's all they're thinking about every day. So it happens. I'm not talking about just rich people. I'm talking about all successful people. That's what they did. You have probably done that once or twice, at least in your life. You've done this. You probably don't know that's what you did, but you have, you, you've done this plenty of times. And one of the prime examples I love using to, to bring that point home is when people want to go out and get the new shiny object, the iPhone. When everybody wants to get the iPhone, what happens? You got people who can clearly see in their mind them getting the new iPhone. 
They can almost feel it. They can experience it. They get into the feeling of it. And it must be expressed, like Neville Goddard said. And they take action. And that's all they're thinking about. And they figure it out. That's why it doesn't matter the state of the economy. When somebody has a clear mental picture of what they want and they're emotionally involved, they will find a way to get it. They will receive it. Doesn't matter the state of the economy. There are people buying houses still today, even with the inflation rates. People are still buying the houses that they want because they have a picture in their mind that this is what I want. I don't care what's happening. I believe it's going to happen. It is what it is. There's no changing my belief on this. And they figure it out. It happens for them. In a recession, when everybody says, oh, it's a bad time, there are people becoming successful. There are people becoming rich. There are people changing their lives for the better during a recession. Why? Because they have a clear mental picture of what they want. They're not operating based off what's happening in the 3D world. They're not basing their life off what everybody else is saying and doing. They have a clear mental picture in their mind of what they want. That's what's happening. And that's why I said that you can do that for yourself. And if you follow these three steps of clear mental picture, uh, backing that up with a strong emotional state, the feeling, and repeating that on a daily basis, that will equal you getting whatever it is that you want. Now, don't worry about how long it's going to happen. It may take you years. My primary mentor is Bob Proctor. It took him about 50 years, 50 years to achieve the goal that he wrote down. Uh, and I can't remember the year it was. I mean, guys, that's how long ago it was. It was like in the 60s or something like that. He wrote a goal down that he was going to have a business that operate, it operated in every single country. He achieved that goal last year. And then this year he passed away, which kind of makes sense. Um, but the point is, is that who knows how long it's going to take? Don't worry about that. Worry about who you're becoming during that journey. Focus on that. Focus on what you can appreciate right now. Uh, fall in love with the fact that you even have the opportunity to do this. You have the, get this people. Animals do not have the ability to alter the environment. They fit into the environment. If the environment changes, they can't change the environment. They have to move or they become instinct. Humans are different. We have the ability to alter our environment, whether it's in a good way or a bad way, and we can move. So why not be grateful that we have the opportunity to do that? That you have the opportunity to focus on whatever it is that you want. You have the opportunity and the ability to get into the feeling. You have that ability. Nobody can take this away from you. This is your birthright. This is hardwired into you. There is no taking this away from you. This is all you right here. So take that step and lean in on that. And accept it. And by doing so, your life can only improve. It can only improve. All right. That has been the secret to reprogramming 
your subconscious mind. So we have some time to go through questions and see what you guys have to say on the topic. Okay. All right. Uh, got an idea for my wife here. What are some takeaways that you guys have about today's show? We talked about the secret to reprogramming your subconscious mind. What is one thing that you learned today? What is one thing that stood out to you? What's an aha moment for you? What do you want to share? What's your big takeaway today? Share that in the comment section. see here trying to connect my phone my wires is messed up okay here we go trust all right there we go yep share your takeaways if you guys got a lot of value from this make sure you double tap that like of course, on TikTok or double tap the screen. And if you're on uh, YouTube or Facebook, hit the like button. All right. As I'm going through these comments, again, comment below what your takeaway is from today's show. What are your thoughts about all of this? Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys are giving me the answers. Okay, got it. Uh, let's see here. So you will never be satisfied if you feel like a failure. That's very correct. Absolutely. You see, when you say that you're a failure, now you're going to the level of your identity. You're identifying as a failure. You're making that a part of your personality or your self-image. You don't want to do that because that's not true. You're not a failure. You're spiritually perfect. You're made in God's image. How could you be a failure? How could you be a failure with not only physically what you're able to do and how your body works and how, and how the brain works, but how could you be a failure spiritually? That does not make any sense. So we never want to say that we're failures. Now, you may say that, hey, I failed to do X, Y, or Z. You can say that, but that doesn't mean you're a failure. It's a very important distinction. And this is actually uh, in the book Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. He goes into this. You don't want to do that. Uh, let's see here. Oh, nurse. Um, I don't want to butcher your name. Kelly RN. I think that's probably what it is. Amazing help. I paid a lot of professionals enormous amounts. He's giving this out for free. Yep. You have to, the question here is you have to feel like you're already successful. That is correct. This is why I say it's hard to feel successful when you can't see it in your mind. You have to see it in your mind. What does success look like for you? Because that's a vague statement. I want to be successful. Well, what do you mean when you say that? Successful with what? 
You want to be a successful author, a successful husband, wife, a successful business owner, a successful manager? What, what do you mean successful? And so you want to be very clear. I never really realized how much emotions have control over our lives. Exactly. Exactly. This is why anybody who owns a business understands that customers only make a decision when they're emotional. Decisions are made from emotions, not logically. Emotions. You don't choose to spend five figures or six figures of money, like getting a loan on a house, a mortgage, or buying a car today, unless you're emotional. You wouldn't spend all that money for, for no, no, oh, I'm just going to blow this for nothing. You wouldn't do that. Oh, I think we're at your guys' takeaways here. If you can feel it, you can achieve it. That is correct. Consistency is key. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Where was that question at? I don't see that. Yep, there should be a required class in junior high. I know, right? It really should be. Yeah, if you guys are looking for my website, you guys are trying to figure out if you want to have a conversation with me, um, you need to go to my link in bio, which means if you're on TikTok, you have to actually go to my main profile. You know, if I was sitting in the boardroom at TikTok, I would tell them, why don't you guys make it where if someone's on a live they can hit the link in the bio from the live. Why do you have to make them jump through hoops to get there? But you know what? That's not my job. So, uh, and if you're on YouTube, the link is in the description. Uh, let's see here. Uh, is it true that the law of attraction is from the devil? No, it's not true. Who gave you that idea? <laughs> Who gave you that idea? Think of this. Doesn't matter what you call it. You can call it God, the Trinity. You can call it Jehovah. You can call it um, Allah. You can call it spirit or universal intelligence. Whatever you choose to identify with, understand something. It's omnipresent, right? It's omnipresent. It's everywhere at all times. It's in everything. Well, that makes total sense on why the universe works the way that it does. Because in order for someone to be everywhere, all the time, everywhere, no matter what, they have to have the ability to do that if they're the ones that created the universe. How could you create the universe and be limited? That wouldn't make any sense. Right? So... Why am I saying this? Because the universe operates by law. There are universal laws. The law of cause and effect. This is proven. This is proven.
You guys have ever been into a counselor's office or a therapist's office or um, some type of professional office and you ever see the balls that are hanging by the uh, strings? There's about six of them. And if you uh, pull one ball back and then you let it go, then it hits the other balls. And at the other side, one ball um, leaves and it matches the energy, right? It's cause and effect. It matches the energy. Um, for every action in the universe, there's an opposite and equal reaction. That's the law of cause and effect. This is discovered and known in science and was first made public by Sir Isaac Newton, which is why they call it one of Newton's first laws. Um, what does this have to do with the law of attraction? Well, the law of attraction is operating based on that. Um, because the other universal law is the law of vibration. Everything in this universe is energy, and energy is constantly moving. It's moving at its various speeds. These speeds are also known as frequencies. But everything, whether you see it with your eyes, which can only really operate in 3D, whether you see it or not, doesn't really matter. It's there. It's just like you can't actually physically see the law of gravity. But you know, using your inner eye of understanding that the law of gravity is a thing, right? It's not a physical thing that's located in a box somewhere in a book. No, it's non-physical. It's there. Well, that's how all these universal laws are. They're all non-physical. You don't see them. They're not a person walking down the street. We are governed by them. The universe is governed by them. That's why everything is so precise. Everything works with perfection. You think it's an accident that the moon has an impact on the way that the earth rotates and how it controls the tides that come in and out, which really the tides are not actually coming in and out. They're bulging because of what the moon is doing. You think it's an accident that the sun powers our solar system? It works with perfection. You think the seasons are happening on accident? It's perfection. It, the seasons are an example of the law of rhythm. There, there's a rhythm to life. Um, so that's another example. So no, the universal laws are not a, a product of the devil. That's a person's opinion. I don't know where they can find factual information. But we can find factual information, scientific information, to prove everything that I was just saying. It's, it's nothing out of this world. This is all things that can be proved, have been proven, have been um, uh, uh, shown, um, have been presented in studies, people's life stories, um, inventions. You can see this, um, how things operate in today's world. They're using the universal laws. Why do you think it's it's we have the ability for for you to see me right now? Why do we have the ability for that? They're using the universal laws. Everything is energy. You can only see me because of an internet connection. That's energy. So no, it's not the devil. That hair is godly. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, oh, here's a takeaway. Not to let my feelings have control. 
Practice meaning your power as often as possible. Exactly. What do you mean by being emotionally invested? Pretty simple. Um, well, when you're in a relationship, girlfriend, boyfriend, marriage, you're obviously in love. That's an example of being emotionally invested. That would be uh, I think the best example. Uh, Nurse Kelly RN says the military drills are a similar analogy. Exactly. Yep, you really are the one in control. It just takes practicing your mental focus. Really what we're doing, guys, is we're not really in control of the universe. What we're doing is trying to become better and working in harmony with the universe. What we're really looking to do is work um, uh, I would say it this way is to allow God to express himself through and to us. That's why we have the thoughts that we have about what we want in our life. That's why we have an imagination. That's why you have a dream. That's why you have a fantasy. That is, you're really looking at things from the eyes of God, of what's possible, of what he wants for you. And if you would just allow that to happen, you're now allowing him to work through you. And you do that by focusing on what you want. You do that by serving others, leaving things better off than you found them, bettering yourself, leaving the past behind, letting go, uh, practicing forgiveness, operating from a place of unconditional love, living your purpose. Um that's really what it's all about. That's really what it's all about. We're, we're not really controlling the universe. We're just trying, we're working in tandem. We're working in harmony. We're allowing uh, God to use us. We're just a medium, so to speak. We're a vehicle. We're a vessel. The problem is people are jacking up the energy because they're so in their head thinking negatively. So what does that do? It disrupts the energy that's coming in. It disrupts what God wants for you. And it also causes you not to work in harmony with the universal laws. Feeling is the medium by which ideas are supplanted in the subconscious mind. Yep, that's what we read today. Yep. How do you keep being emotional at the same thought on the spot? It's a practice. It's a practice. That's all it really is. It's a very simple way. A lot of people will ask, well, how do I become disciplined? Practice being disciplined. How do I become better? Practice. How do you get better at anything in this life? You have to practice. You can't just say it. You can't just talk about it. You got to do it. So to get better at calling on those emotions, getting better at triggering the feeling takes practice. This is why I said number three was what? Repeat this daily. Repetition. The more you repeat it, the more that you do it, the easier it gets, uh, the better you will get at it. That's really what it comes down to. All right, let's see here. Let 
Let's see if we have any other questions. Okay. We got some people on YouTube. God, we got quite a few people. All right. Uh, Moonstone, Scarlet, Clear Image, Strong Emotion. Questions. You mentioned we should. Um, all right. Let me back up to your first question. How come we're live right now? I had a change in my schedule. I had to do it tonight. So thanks for being flexible. Question number two. Can we do multiple goals at once? Um, yeah, I think you could do multiple goals at once, but I'm of the opinion, and this is how I've learned and studied and have seen in my own life. It's really smart to focus on one thing. It's really smart to do that. It's, it's simple. It's more productive with your time. It's more efficient. If you would just focus on one thing, trying to focus on a lot of different things at once, um, you know, doesn't mean it can't happen. I I think I think you should just go based off priorities. But I don't think you can get this wrong. If you let me say it this way, I don't think it matters if you have multiple goals. I think what matters is are you following the principles as it pertains to those multiple goals. Now, if you have the ability to be very clear on what your goal is, you could see it, you can hear it, you can smell, it, you can taste, it, you can touch it, and you get into the feeling. By all means, keep doing that. I find that the vast majority of people, they have a hard time doing that. So that's why I always recommend, generally speaking, to just focus on one thing. But if you can do it with a lot of different things, make sure you're following the principles. Question. You mentioned that we should do this to change our lives in six months, but then we have to trust in divine timing. So I'm just a bit confused. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I said, what do you want to happen in the next six months? It may happen. It may not. But what would you want to happen in the next six months? Because what I'm doing is causing you to think about something that you really want right now. And you may have a burning desire for that already. You might be already emotional about that. Now, you may not be emotional for something that you want to happen 40 years from now. Right? So that's why I mean, that's why I asked that question. Uh, Precision Sound Works says, always enjoy your sessions, board. very valuable. I always enjoy your comments. I do read them, by the way, so I appreciate your, your comments. Uh, let me get this person out of this chat. I, can't, I don't understand how YouTube is still allowing people to do this. It's funny. They should just be able to automatically ban these people. Hold on really quick here. All right. Uh, Devory is so good at articulating these ideas. Thank you. I appreciate the feedback. Uh, your average programmer. I'm 100% sure you'll see drastic improvements and changes um, in not only your thinking, but also your life. Yep, that's true. Yep. God cannot do anything for us. He can only do through and to us, right? That That's the way that it works. We are a vessel. We are a vehicle. We are a medium through which his energy is flowing through us. It's really that simple. Have a great night, Precision Soundworks. Thank you. Yep. Newton's Cradle. Thank you. I never, I never actually have read the actual name of that instrument that I was talking about that is usually on um, people's desk. Um, but I've always seen it. I just never knew what the actual name was. So thank you. Newton's Cradle. I love that. I love it. All right. I think we got through all of the questions 
Uh, definitely grasp what you have said. Thank you. You're very welcome. So let's wrap this up here. Let me take away the chat. Go full screen. This has been Devori Darkens Live. We go live Monday through Friday. Most of the time, it's in the morning at 9 a.m. California time. Sometimes my schedule will change or priorities will be different, so I won't do it at that time like today. Um, also, um, I actually may do the show this same time tomorrow as well because I have a, another priority tomorrow in the morning that I need to take care of. Um, so just a heads up for people who are watching, we're going to go live tomorrow night at the same time, which would be 6 p.m. California time. And um, let me make sure I'm not saying that without having looking at my calendar. I'm glad I looked at my calendar. Well, the time I'm going live tomorrow will be TBD, to be determined. I will go live tomorrow, but it ain't going to be at 6 p.m. So we'll see what happens. Anyways, uh, this whole show is about helping you get what you want in your life. Uh, the primary principles that I love discussing in order to help you do that is living your purpose. Everyone has one. Get this. God has spiritually hardwired into your soul already a purpose. There's a reason why you're here. Um, and we love talking about that because once you start living your purpose, everything becomes so simple. It becomes better. It becomes like you're living uh, in harmony with your true self. Uh, the second principle is the subconscious mind. When you start to understand that, you start to understand why you do the things that you do, why you don't do the things you know you should do, uh, why you attract the things that you do, um, how you're going to really achieve success out there. And that's what we really got into uh, in today's show. So that would be the second principle. Uh, third principle here is really getting what you want out of life. And that's part of the actions that you're taking on a daily basis. Following the three principles today would be an action that you should make a habit. That would be effective, productive action. Not scrolling on TikTok for hours on end. When you could have taken five minutes to run through these three principles that we're talking about today. You can always do that. The tools, your ability, it's already here. And you know why people, I think people are challenged with believing in this stuff and doing this to change their life because they're taking life for granted. They've been given life for free. They didn't have to pay to come into this world. They didn't have to pay a price. We didn't have to pay a price for the mind that God has given us. We didn't pay a price for that. It was given to us for free. What we are usually given for free for the average general person walking down the street, they absolutely take it for granted. They show no great deal of appreciation for it. That's why you hear the quote that, you know, you really appreciate something when it's taken away. Right? So why people are so challenged with this is, of course, there's a lack of understanding. Of course, there's a lack of seeing the value of this. But really, it's that they're taking it for granted. They think the car that they want to buy and the house that they want to buy is more valuable than the mind they've been given. This is why I say manifestation should never be about, oh, the outcome, the material thing I want to get. No, it's the fact that you can do it in the first place. The fact that you, you're given this opportunity. 
Um, the, the fact that you can change who you are and who you're going to become. And it's already who you are anyway. It's really about that, the journey of it. And when we start to value the things that we receive for free in this life, like our mind, our soul, the body, our family, our friends, when we really value those things, we start to live in alignment with who we really are. The car is not you. The house is not you. The clothes is not you. Your social status is not you. Your amount of followers and recognition in your industry is not you. Those are things that you've achieved or accumulated, but that's not really you. And we have to understand that. Do you understand that? You can grasp this idea that we talked about tonight. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Take care, and we will see you sometime tomorrow. Bye, everyone.